Hello, everybody, and welcome to the May 25th, 2021 edition of Peaceful Globalist Review. I'm your host, the Peaceful Globalist, Ephraim Josine. And ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Tuberville is getting another round of bashing in the media. This is the same moron who thought World War II was actually to stop the communists, despite the fact we fought alongside the Soviet Union, which was pretty communist. This time, however, he's saying that he will not support a commission into January 6, 2021 until they make it bipartisan. Of course, the commission is already bipartisan. It has an equal amount of Republican and Democratic members, and I've argued in the past, by the way, Democrats are being too bipartisan because bipartisanship is nothing more than a god that has repeatedly failed and by the way, the Republican group on the caucus can com or on the commission can completely stop any subpoena they want, making it very unlikely Donald Trump or Josh Hawley or Rudy Giuliani or Cindy Powell or Lynn Wood or Mike Pence or Steve Bannon or uh, Tommy Tuberville for that matter or Jim Jordan or Mo Brooks or Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert or Sean Hannity, or Tucker Carlson, or anyone on One America, or anyone on Newsmax, or anyone on Fox News for that matter, would ever be subpoenaed despite the fact that they all deserve to be. But, again, we just need to make sure it's bipartisan. You see, bipartisan is like a trigger word for a hypnotized person in this scenario. You just say it and everything stops and we all have to pay attention to you and it's like you control everyone. That's what Tuberville understands. And that's, by the way, only the case because the Republican Party, or because the Democratic Party, has allowed it to be. The word bipartisan only has power because Democrats let it have power. Do you think Republicans have ever cared about bipartisan investigations? This is the party that gave us the House Un-American Activities Committee and McCarthyism once upon a time. Then in the 90s gave us the Whitewater investigation, which slowly transitioned into the Lewinsky investigation, just out of nowhere and spent millions upon millions of dollars holding hearing after hearing on Benghazi. Then it was found out that nothing happened at Benghazi, and then we ignored that and continued talking about Benghazi. Of course, the main reasons why Republicans are blocking a January 6th commission is because they know they won't like the results. That's exactly what Sanders' Tom Cotton, who may or may not, well, let's just leave it at Adretochrome, <laughs> and Bill Haggerty, Haggerty? Not sure how it's pronounced. Bill Hag, um said just this week. The quote from a Forbes article, they have both alleged that the commission is an attempt at political sabotage against Republicans, with Haggerty telling a local TV station it would open up an area where they think it will be helpful to Democrats. So remember, Republicans didn't do anything wrong, but if we investigate it, we will find things that would be helpful to Democrats really makes you think. Republicans are admitting, just like they admitted after 9-11, might I add, that they do not want the public to know what happened. Now, the Democrats could, considering they have a majority in both the House and the Senate, work together to 
ignore them, restore voting rights nationwide to make sure that all these Republicans can be kicked out in 2022, and do much, much more, but they aren't doing that. Instead, what they're doing is making vague calls to bipartisanship, whatever that means. Of course, we don't even need a commission. We can have this investigated entirely through committees if we so wanted, but, oh yeah, we apparently don't want, because formal processes are all that matter now. Despite the fact that we have a president, or we had a president for four years, who did everything possible to destroy our institutions, who did everything possible to shake up the establishment, now, all of a sudden, we have to go back to a time when norms mattered. They don't matter anymore. They have not mattered since Donald Trump became president. And we need to stop pretending like they do matter. Sorry, that's what's going on right now. For that matter, we don't even need a committee or a commission. We can just hire a special prosecutor if we wanted to. And there are many lawyers who I'm sure would love to take up this case. Of course, again, Democrats are not doing that because they have no spine. That is true. Look it up. We are instead just supposed to move on with calls of bipartisanship and unity and healing and meeting up with Funshine Bear. I don't know. It is absolutely infuriating to see what's going on. Do you know why Russia has a stronger government than the United States. Do you know why Russia is allowed to do much more in the international community than the United States is? When Putin poisons his own critics, and they flee the country to seek medical help, Putin arrests them. When people try and overthrow the United States government, it becomes controversial to take away their Twitter accounts. This is a nation of soft people. There's no way around it. We are letting this become a battle of who has the biggest stick, and then we aren't even giving ourselves the biggest stick. This is absolutely insane. And any coward in the Democratic Party who seriously does not want an investigation or a special prosecutor, or at the very least something, something that wouldn't put the Republicans in complete control, should be ignored and they should be given the whippest of whip powers by Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, far as I'm concerned. President Biden should have primary opponents against them that he campaigns for. That's the level of seriousness we are at right now. Is that what we are going to see? Again, of course not, because Joe Biden is too busy smiling to actually deal with threats internally and domestically that he is supposed to protect America from. I'm very mad right now, if you cannot tell. Anyway, now it's time for dumbest thing I've ever heard. The bronze goes to mouthwash who responded to a Washington Examiner headline reading, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said she's in therapy following the trauma she incurred from being inside the Capitol complex on January 6th. Uh, to which Mouthwash tweeted, We are being led by the weakest and most fragile people on Earth. Here's another tweet from Mouthwash. This one is from 
April 25th, 2020. How do doctors do whole entire surgeries while wearing surgical masks? I feel like I'm going to suffocate after wearing one for 45 seconds. Well, you gotta give Matt this. He is right, we are being led by some of the weakest and most fragile people on Earth. Also, thank you to Matt Novak on Twitter for finding both those tweets. The runner-up is Bartum Trail High School in Florida. I'm just going to read you the Crooks and Liars article on this topic. Bartram Trail High School, located in the majority white majority Republican St. John's County, Florida, has a problem. They suck at Photoshop. They also don't understand gender politics or body image issues among teenage girls. Anne Irwin, the yearbook coordinator and language arts teacher, supervised the digital alteration of yearbook photos of 80 female students. The results were ugly and absurd, and we have them editing the photos basically to remove any trace of cleavage, or in one case, to remove a shoulder. Because if men see shoulders, they'll become literal apes. This is true. One mother, in the video above, noted that her daughter had been hospitalized in the past due to body issues. This sham prudery is not helpful, Bartum Trail. The photos of the boys' swim team in Speedos was not altered for the yearbook. I suggest a new yearbook advisor, one who isn't so focused quite so much on teen boobies. Couldn't have said it better myself. But the winner goes to televangelist Jim Baker, who said this on Friday's show. They canceled me. Mainly because, mainly it was the media, and the media got a Pulitzer Prize for putting me in prison. That's what they do. They reward the enemies of the gospel. And the cancel culture, we had the largest ministry of its type in the world, Heritage USA. Millions of people came there, and it was millions being saved around the world. And they literally took it away from me. That was what cancel culture is. What are tenses? Or what was tenses, I should ask? One of the biggest agencies of the federal government produced videos from my show and edited it and put me in prison. They testified that it was that video that made people believe, well, something must be wrong. They made me say things I didn't say. They just put pieces together, thousands of pieces of my show, and so when I went to trial for the last time, after I got out of a prison, I was put on trial again, and in that, the lawyers got that tape the government had edited. The government did it! Just like now. This is cancel culture. And they took it apart and put it back the way it was on the show, and the lies, they made me tell lies that weren't there. When the courts heard this, they saw the first video the government edited, and then they saw the one from the original. They voted unanimously that I wasn't guilty. That's the only way a jury can vote, by the way. It was cancel culture. They did everything to cancel me. Everything to erase me. Um, for the record, Jim Baker was arrested for embezzling money from his church, and said money was used to cover up an alleged rape of a teenage girl. If I were in that situation, I'd never mention it again. That's not what Jim Baker does, though. 
Jim Baker, you've said the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Anyway, now, you may remember about a month and a half ago, Tucker Carlson went on his show to talk about how us white people are being replaced. And since then, it seems like he has done everything possible to bring this up as many times as possible. We cannot forget the fact that he has since attacked the 1965 immigration law, which allowed immigrants from outside a very small part of Europe to join the U.S. A law, by the way, which did nothing more than repeal a 1924 law, which was lobbied for by eugenicists like Madison Grant. Well, Tucker Carlson is at it again. Last on his Fox News show, he had a man named Mark Kirkerin on his program. Kirkerin is a very well-known anti-immigration advocate and the author of three books, including 2008's The New Case Against Immigration, both legal and illegal, 2010's How Obama is Transforming Americans Through Immigration, and 2014's Open Immigration, Yay and Nay. You can guess which side he took. Kirkerin also works for the Center for Immigration Studies, an anti-immigrant think tank founded by a man named John Tanton, who previously, during his life, expressed support for eugenics and edited a quarterly white nationalist newsletter called The Social Contract. So, to be clear, Tucker Carlson is not a white nationalist. I mean, what even is white nationalism? Besides advocating for laws that were lobbied for by eugenicists, and now having a man who works for an anti-immigration think tank founded by a eugenicist. This, by the way, is just normal discourse in 2021. Apparently not everyone who openly identifies as a Nazi is a Nazi all of a sudden. Anyway, uh, here is Tucker and... Kirkovin talking about Biden's recent protection of all illegal immigrants from the nation of Haiti, or specifically people who came here from Haiti to seek asylum, which isn't illegal, I should know, but they will still be called illegal immigrants, or maybe the more politically correct term, undocumented immigrants by the media, as opposed to what they are, which is asylum seekers. But, again, don't let reality get in the way. I'll read and then translate to human. So this is from Kirkerin. What President Biden did over the weekend is give all the Haitian illegal immigrants who came here since the earthquake 10, 11 years ago work permits. Oh no. The amnesty light, if you will. And the justification has no relation to the law. Uh, again, yes there is. It's called asylum law. They said, well, it's an economic problems there, and there's political instability. Again, that, yeah, that's called seeking asylum. You're an immigration expert, apparently, from the Center for Immigration Studies. I'd expect you to know that, of all people. I mean, that describes half the world, quite frankly. You almost got it. You almost got it, Mark. There is no rationale for this. Y yes, yes there is. It's we should accept people who are fleeing countries that are dangerous. 
We should be granting asylum. That's the rationale, Mark. That's a very clear rationale, and we've had an asylum process for decades because of that clearly sane rationale. There's a legal basis for it. Yes, there is. You understand it now. And yet, you know, they're going to get away with it because there's nobody has any standing to bring a lawsuit to stop it. You mean like Texas Attorney General did just that to stop Biden's order from uh, to stop Biden's order stopping deportations? You know that thing that happened? And yeah, they wouldn't get a lawsuit from this because that lawsuit would be unsuccessful because, again, this has been the law for decades. Asylum policy, by the way, is primarily only done through the executive branch, meaning Biden can basically do whatever he wants on asylum policy. But here's where Tucker comes in. I mean, Haiti, you know, whatever its merits, has been poor and vital for 200 years. At least, he admits it's not poor because of Hillary Clinton. So, this is a, not a new development. That's insane. I mean, they're trying to change the population of the United States, and they hate it. When you say that because it's true. But that's exactly what they are doing. To anyone, is anyone pushing back at all? No, Tucker, only you're pushing back with your good friends Richard Spencer and Andrew Anglin and Don Black and David Duke and... There are a lot of white supremacists in your fan base who agree with you when you say things like this. Oh, Nick Fuentes, him too, him too. And Jason Alsup. And probably more I just don't know about. By the way, Andrew Anglin directly called your show The Daily Stormer, the TV show. Just wanted to remind you that. That is all. I am Ephraim, and good night.